Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to another episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Today, we are talking with Henry Foster about small business marketing tools. Henry just so happens to be a digital marketer who lives in Boston. He excels at social media and content marketing and has sold a small e-commerce business and shares useful content on IgniteMyCompany.com. He has this fantastic list of 500 marketing resources to help your business succeed. Welcome to the show, Henry. Thanks so much, Desiree. Glad to be here. Yeah, so let's just sort of dive into this because 500 tools, that's that's a lot. And I don't think we're going to go over all of them today. But <laughs> I think that it's really important for business owners to know what tools are available to help their businesses grow and succeed in marketing. So <laughs> what you got? Absolutely. There are just so many darn tools out there and compiling that resource took forever. I mean, or the big point here is that there's a ton of tools out there, but which ones are right for your business and which categories even exist? Yeah, well, it's so and it's so funny because there are so many tools out there for things that like didn't exist a couple years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I started doing social media marketing back in like 2009 and it's just a whole different plane now of all these things mm-hmm. for tracking and, and measuring and everything has to work together. And then sometimes it gets hard to keep up with. Mm-hmm. It really does get confusing. And especially if you're an older business owner, you might not even know what was going on five years ago. So now the fact that we're transforming this quickly, people are talking about AI, AR, VR. It's ridiculous. There's so much going on, so many opportunities, but also a lot of areas that people aren't even sure about. Yeah, and then it, we're also talking about like bots, uh, tracking all of your stuff, how things just integrate and work together. When it used to be you just put up a business and sign up with an insurance company and your business just happened. So, yeah, whatever happened to advertising on TV? That was oh, the easy way to go. Or, <laughs> now or, it's completely or, different. Or mailers. <laughs> yeah, direct mail, perfect. Right. So why don't we just maybe start going over some of the different kinds of tools that are available and why and how they're important for a business's marketing strategy and plan. Absolutely. So so where would you start? So I have a business. um, I may be a bit more advanced because I have signed up and I've gotten myself a website. So what do I do now? I'd say at this point, it kind of depends on the team that you have. So if you have a very small team, you might not need that many collaboration tools, but the bigger your team gets, the more you're going to have to focus on managing them and making sure that everyone knows their role and that you're almost in a system of getting things done that's easy for everyone to know about. Okay, so then email wouldn't be a good place to manage and communicate and keep track of everything? It could initially. Like if you do have a small team, maybe just two or three people, you could probably get away with email. But if you're looking into communication that has to be happening rapidly and sharing documents with these people often, then you're probably going to want to look for something that's a little bit more capable of that type of communication. For example, maybe you'd want to look into Slack. You'd have instant messaging capabilities with just one person, direct messaging, or you could talk to your whole entire team. So there's a lot more options there. Yeah, and don't a lot of collaboration softwares have a way for us to archive our conversations so it's almost like we can review the tape and and see what was happening? 
Absolutely. And that's so helpful when you're talking about something, maybe something important in the future, but you don't realize it when you're talking about it, then you have the opportunity to go to the search bar, type it in and look for that conversation, find old documents that you'll need now, which is ultra important. Whereas with email, you might delete emails, forget about it and lose it, which could be terrible for your business. Yeah. So this isn't even so much a marketing tool. It's just more like a communication organizational tool that would help us, you know, any office or group of people or even like a position like where I'm in, where all of my team is spread all over the world. So we have one place to seamlessly communicate. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause we were talking before about where we're at now in terms of how businesses function. And just like you're saying with your team, how people are remote, uh, the fact that you can communicate easily with the right tools makes everything smoother. And I'm sure you can attest to that very well. Yeah. Okay. So I've set myself up for success for communicating efficiently with my team, wherever they may be. What's next? I have a website. I have a, commun- I have a way to collaborate. What's next? Let's look at outreach. So we could talk about social media management. So social media management is obviously very important for when you're trying to do outreach on social channels. You need to make sure that you are present on the social channels that make sense for whatever your business is. And as the owner of a business that does that, I'm sure you could speak about that very well yourself. Yes. So um, what are some of the different ways and, and tools that are available to allow for me to do my social media management? I mean, I know I have to have a Facebook page and I can go on and just do posts, but you know, sometimes I forget. Sometimes I just don't know what to post. Sometimes I'm just, when I'm thinking about it, it's like the wrong time to do it. Like 11 o'clock at night or four thirty mm-hmm. in the morning when I'm having my coffee, like what tools are available to help me market better in social media? Absolutely. Cause you know, the problem with social media, the good thing and the bad thing is that you have to be present at times that you're not present. So if you're asleep at night or you don't feel like doing work, you still need to be present on these social media channels. So what you need are tools that schedule out posts for you. The, there's a bunch that exist. One that I'd recommend and a lot of people do is Hootsuite. Very easy to use. There's a ton of streams that you can add in, different features for doing research on maybe competitors or geolocation so you know what's going on in your territory. And that helps out a lot because you can focus on your business more than being present on social media 24-7. Yes. And I have found that usually when business owners need to be on it, like as far as like a time is concerned, is usually mm-hmm. when they're busiest. Like for example, it's always really important to make sure you're posting on social media what's happening during your at your restaurant during happy hour. But when it's happy hour, you're going to be busy helping everybody uh, getting their <laughs> drinks, getting set up for their night. Or for a dentist, they need to be talking about what they're doing during the day to help people with their teeth and stuff. But in the middle of the day, you know, they're molar deep. So Absolutely. And during the day is most likely when people are on these channels looking. So if you're not posting, if you're not active, not only does that look bad because you're not posting, but also people don't have the opportunity to interact or use those posts to your advantage. Yeah. Now... What are the social media management tools? Is that something that maybe someone from my team might be able to manage for me or that I could hire out? Absolutely. You could probably do both depending on what would be best for you. You know, if you have some sort of an intern or maybe someone in a social media specialist position, um, it also depends, you know, on the size of your business, what your budget is, but either or. Yeah. Well, then, of course, not to name drop myself, but there are organizations <laughs> like All-in-One 
or we're able to take care of that social media content for you for your day-to-day activity so that you can be proactive that way when you need to be reactive you can much easier absolutely you can keep the conversation going yeah so i'm doing all this work on social media and i've like been posting really well and i'm sharing you know all of the tips and stuff that people have gotten from this podcast and how do i know if it's working what 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 is there available for me to to measure that absolutely so you're going to want to look into tools that can present that data data in an easy to read fashion. So something as simple as Google Analytics is gonna be your friend here. And the beauty of it is that it's really easy to put on your website, especially a WordPress website, we could get into that next. But that allows you to look at the data of who's coming to your website, who are, like, who are these people? How old are they? What are they interested in? What posts did they click on to get to your website? You have the ability to track campaigns and set goals and go into a lot of the nitty-gritty that maybe you won't even want to do, but even just getting a high-level look at it is ultra-important for future decisions. Okay, so what other maybe specific social media tools are there for analyzing how things are going, like my growth, my engagement, um, that sort of stuff? It probably depends on the type of platform you're using, and you might be able to answer this question better than me, but I know that For example, if you get a Hootsuite account that is a paid version rather than the free version, you're going to have an opportunity to look at the analytics. What's happening on Twitter? Is your profile growing? Are you getting those clicks? And what other accounts do you want to keep track of in a sense? Yeah. I know that another option too is just, and I'm going to talk specifically to Facebook because I do truly believe that everyone just needs to have a Facebook account at least to start. You can just go straight into the Facebook analytics and read what they have available for you. They break it down for you in one day, seven day, and 28 day increments so that you can see what your posts have been doing, whether they've been growing or not performing for you, uh, best times of day to post, and then give you those demographics as well. It's like, oh, where are the people that like my page from? How old are they? What are their gender? Um, what are the other things that they talk about a lot, things that they like? So that is really just a great tool in itself that you can just go in and check. I also like tools like we use in-house here. We use Sendable, and Sendable provides really fantastic measuring tools for all of your social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Yelp. I mean, it's super comprehensive, and it breaks mm-hmm. down all the information for you based on what the platforms are, and what's important within those platforms, and usually to its viewers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just makes what you do um, so much more informed, so you can make smart decisions. And as all these platforms become integrated with tools like Sendable, or if, for example, a company gets acquired like Instagram by Facebook, we have so much more access to data that we can actually take advantage of, which is so powerful if you decide to go into advertising, or if you're just trying to craft the right message for your audience. Yeah, and, you know, advertising is vital to the success on social media, but that's a whole nother podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So I've, been, I've, I've been tracking my progress and stuff on, on Google and using the analytics tools and checking. I'm like, I'm getting some good traction and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of business owners are, location-based, and it's going to be things like, oh, I need my air conditioner fixed, and I'm going to go to Google, and I'm going to type in, you know, air conditioning repair, 
And because Google's smart and knows where I am by a geolocation, it's going to give me a list of them. And let's say I wanted to rank there, if I wanted to be in that top page outside of paying for being in those top spots, what is it that I need to make sure that I'm doing with my marketing to beat it? Absolutely. So you're going to have to focus on search engine optimization. This will give you the ability to target keywords. So when someone types in a query into Google, you have the opportunity to pop up within the search results on Google. Um, the beautiful part about this is that it doesn't cost money. It's just a matter of targeting certain keywords based on the content that you write within your website. Okay. So if I wanted to rank or show up, I should say, at the top of that Google search for roof repair, what are some of the things I'd want to have on my site and where would I be sharing all this work I'm doing? You'd want to start with consumer problems. Why are people even looking up roofing? Why are they trying to fix their roof? You can answer their questions so that when they're typing in, how do I fix my roof or what shingles should I get or what roof, whatever products I should get, if you provide those products, you're going to want to write content about that. Or if you're a service provider, then you're going to want to be trying to rank for roofers that are in our area, basically. Yeah. And that's not easy to do, but just like you said, with Google being able to tell where you are, where you're making that search from, you have an opportunity to rank for that. Local. So what tools are available to help with that, to get me ranked, to help me find my keywords and that kind of stuff? If you're on WordPress, the go-to is definitely Yoast because Yoast SEO is a really simple tool to use. <laughs> you don't have to be tech savvy at all. Literally anyone can use this tool and the best part about it is they have a free version. So basically, you'll be able to type in the keyword that you want, and it helps you rank for that keyword by prompting with you, prompting you with ideas for adding in sentences, keywords, um, metadata that would allow you to rank for search queries, which is so helpful. Okay. So we've talked about getting ranked. We've talked about social media. We've talked about tracking. What's next? What else should I be doing in my marketing to get more attention? for my boring business? Well, I guess next we could probably talk about content marketing. I love content marketing. I think it's so cool. It's part of the inbound strategy, getting people back to your website. So one of the first things that people usually do, and this is a mistake when they launch a blog or just a website, is that they put up content that might not necessarily be aligned with their target audience. They might simply put up content on their website for the sake of doing that. So don't just write blog posts just because you think you should do that. Try to create content that aligns with what people actually want. And one how of the tools I, that I... Yeah, I say, how do I find that? Yeah, one of the really good tools... Or first, we'll start with how do you find that. A good option is just simply Google what people are looking at in your industry. Type in searches of questions that you think maybe your customers have. You'll see articles pop up that are very popular, have received a lot of shares, have comments... Um, these are these articles are informative and people really like them and that's why they're relevant and they're coming up at the top of Google search results. Once you're writing good content and you're understanding what people want, you can actually look at who's sharing this content, who's interacting with it, and who's backlinking to it, which is ultra important in terms of a search engine optimization perspective. So as I was about to say before, BuzzSumo is a great tool because what this is going to do is it's going to present you with some of the top articles based on keyword searches that you make. So you can go into BuzzSumo, type in 
roofing question or whatever your question is regarding roofing. And then you can see the top articles there. You can see who shared them. You can then reach out to these people and promote your article to them to earn backlinks, shares, and ultimately traffic. Okay. So are there any tools available to help me come up with my content that I should be doing? Like maybe a keyword search to help or something like that? Because I know even with my business, I struggle sometimes with coming up with new blog posts or content or finding uh, people that are topics for my podcast and stuff like that. So what would be a good tool for maybe to help find topics for content? There are a lot of content aggregators out there you can check out. And depending on the industry that you're in, you'll be able to search for these on Google. And the beauty of this is kind of like I was saying before, you can find what's kind of surfacing to the top. What do people like? What are they sharing? So perhaps by going to these sites, you have the ability to see what is actually working rather than your 300 word blog post that isn't performing at all. Okay. Could you touch upon that? So I, I wasn't sure. I was asking if there was any tools to that. Like, I, I mean, obviously we can Google stuff. And I know YouTube has, like, the – there's TubeBuddy that can help you with finding the right keywords to put in your title and in the tags. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, coming up with topics outside of just asking my clients what they want to know more about. That's a good way to go. <laughs> so the, <laughs> the ultimate tool, right? You're yeah. Yeah asking people questions. Um, I'm not sure what other things are available. Yeah. I mean, one that I can think of that I've tried before is simply going into Google AdWords keyword planner and say you have an idea, say you have, you know, a keyword that you want to rank for. You could type that into the keyword planner and it's going to give you suggestions for other keywords. And the beauty of this is that you can actually see the amount of, or the volume of searches for that keyword. So for example, if you want to go after a keyword that has very high volume of searches, that's great. It's going to get a lot of searches, but it's very, very, very competitive. So you can go after longer tail keywords that are a little bit longer. Maybe they're phrases or sentences, and they have lower search volume, but you might have the opportunity to rank higher if you go after those and therefore get a lot of traffic from these smaller long tail keywords. All right. So now I have all this content. What should I be doing with it besides sharing it on social media? Absolutely. I'd say first, before you do anything, pretty it up a little bit. Make it look nice so that when you send it out, people are going to like it because visual is very important online. We all know that from Instagram. Um, So in terms of making your posts look nice or maybe even just your website, we know that you're probably not a designer. Neither am I. But I'd go for free and simple tools, two that I recommend and I use all the time are GIMP and Canva. So the beautiful thing about GIMP is it's basically Photoshop, except it's free. You can edit photos, you can start from scratch, and also Canva. Canva I really like, it's very popular, there's a free version of that as well, and it's just a drag and drop interface, but it looks professional. So it's very easy to fool people into thinking you are a designer. Yeah, and so the kind of graphics that I always suggest people, like at the very least you want like a nice title graphic for the top of your your blog that's even just like yeah what it's about and so it looks nice Absolutely. that way when it it shares in social it generates that image in there so that you're able to 
images just get more clicks. So yeah, there's a always lot of, more engagement. There's a lot of studies and facts behind that. So mm-hmm. definitely pretty. Yeah. So I made it pretty. Now what do I yeah. do? Now you should go after those people that actually already believe in you a little bit. Hopefully you have a list at this point of people that are on that sacred email list. Those either clients or soon to be clients or maybe long shot hopefuls. But regardless, that's one of the first places I'd go with my content when I create it is send it out to your email list. Let these people know about it because they're already fans of you to an extent. So that's probably the first place to start. So I probably shouldn't be sending them like my entire email list with like, you know, the blind carbon copy, the BCC to everybody like through my personal email. I'm guessing that there's a platform that is better to use for that. What do you find to be the best email platforms for showing up in inboxes versus getting stopped by spam filters and promotions folders? Absolutely. Because that's one of the biggest problems. You don't want to be a spammer. You don't want to be cold emailing these people that are supposedly your friends or your fans. So try an email service provider. Go with a reputable one that can hopefully get you people's email inboxes. Maybe create nice looking templates for those emails so that people are expecting the same thing every week or every month or however often you decide to send out emails. And one that I recommend I've always used and I've had no problems with is MailChimp. It's really easy to use. Like I was saying with the templates, you can create them and you don't need to know a thing about coding. Plus, it's free up to 2,000 subscribers. So that's a good way to start bootstrapping. Sounds awesome. So... Anything else that we're missing that are some good tools to help market my business better? Hmm. My boring business better? Nothing that I can think of right now. But one that I've really been liking lately is Sniffly. Have you ever heard of that one? I haven't. This is a really cool tool. Basically what it does is you log into Sniffly and you can create a little clickable icon that will show up on the bottom of a screen. Um, And what this can be for you is maybe a link to an article or an asset that someone can download. And this is a shortened link, just like a Bitly or an Owly or a Google short link, so that when someone clicks on this Sniffly, it takes them to a website, any website, it doesn't have to be yours, but your little icon is in the bottom left of the screen. And it says, hey, click here, I have a free asset or I have an awesome article to check out. So what this means is that if you're promoting other people's content, you can still offer incentives for coming back to your website, which I find very useful because I like to share other people's content too. Awesome. So it markets my freebie on other people's site? Yeah. Very simple to use, easy to plug in, easy to get started with. Sounds nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today, Henry. How can people find you? Uh, you can find me on ignitemycompany.com or on Twitter as Foster Hank. Foster Hank, got it. And you have a fantastic list of over 500 plus tools to help with social media and content marketing. We're going to make sure to share that in the show notes. So make sure you guys go get that and find which tools are best for you and your boring business. So thank you again for taking the time to talk with us, Henry. I hope that you have a great day. And until next time, I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All in One Social Media. 
All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.